What's up, L Dog? How you doing? Pretty good. How's life over there in Humble? Looks like you're in a hotel room or something. Yeah, I'm not in Humble. I'm in Minneapolis. Oh, my bad. I guess you just said I'm back on the road, or I'm, and I assumed you went back up to Humble. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Nope, I'm in Minneapolis right now, and um, things are going good. Things are going chill. Went to some art museums um solid art i just saw oppenheimer today. how'd you like it i didn't oh really <laughs> yeah i thought it was bad i, I heard it was, it was bad. long it's super long i can't understand why everyone is giving it such praise you know it's um super long and it's pretty predictable i feel like it's not that exciting it's just kind of a lot a lot of trial scenes um a lot of robert downey jr tony stark looking old um which i didn't appreciate and um (laughs) that's your main criticism (laughs) yeah yeah no the whole movie was just like them going like oh man i understand that your feelings are hurt or that you're stressed out but what you're doing right now is so important you've got to keep fighting you got to do it. There's got to do it right now. We are such an amazing man just over and over. And then it'd be like, Oh, can you explain quantum physics to me? Um, and then he would like explain quantum physics again. I don't know. I thought it was stupid. Well, that's cause you didn't watch it in IMAX. Of course. I didn't. Yeah. And I also couldn't hear <laughs> a lot of what they were saying, but I was so bored. I didn't care. And hi. it's probably the worst type of movie to see high i would think maybe saving private ryan would be worse yeah 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 it was um well you know what minneapolis has uh they have at bars they sell drinks that have thc in them instead of alcohol whoa i didn't even know that was legal in indiana it's in Minneapolis and in Indiana. Oh, I thought you said That's... Okay. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but still Minnesota. I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. That I guess it's a little not... more sense though. <laughs> <laughs> I guess it's like getting legalized in the next couple of days or something like that. But it's already, everyone I ask has no idea what the fuck is going on with weed here right now. It's very oh. weird. Like bars can sell weed drinks, but it's not legal to yell to sell other types of weed. A coffee shop was selling weed gummies. It's very strange. But I am a traveling. I'm a man of the world, Logan. I thought you it's knew good. that. I want, I'm jealous. I want to do more traveling. All right. The big question and the reason I've got some extra you know, uh, episodes we've shot before that we're going to throw to in a minute, but I got to know, and our audience has got to know, did you wash the swimsuit? Right. So here's the deal with the swimsuit. 
Oh, that's first, not a good start. <laughs> no, no, it is. First off, the rash that I had complained about, I took care of, and it all went away. Okay. <laughs> I think Again, let me know if you ever want me to cut anything out of the show. <laughs> I think this is, I'm just thinking, saying this out loud. I know I said it last time, but now I'm saying it out loud. People might think this is really gross and not necessarily. You think? About uh, our random <laughs> swimsuit rashes, etc. Especially our swimsuit area. It's probably t- we got to spend less time talking about. Now anyway. it's a saga, though. And it was, and it was, I on need the a side. resolution. It was on the rational on the <laughs> side. It, it wasn't the front or the back of the swimsuit area, just to clarify. Okay. Cause because, I did edit the episode and I know we talked about undercarriage for a very long time too. But <laughs> you took that ahead, out? Yeah. I didn't oh, take no. that out. <laughs> I didn't know you wanted it. I thought it was funny. No, no, you did. You, you kept it in. Yeah. Yeah. Fun. I kept it all in. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, good. Um, yeah, so yeah, it's not my undercarriage. It's not my gooch. Um, it was never a, a private area that was, because then it might not even be a, a rash that was swimsuit related. It might have been an STD or something. I feel um, like you're avoiding the question, though. I, I feel like you never washed your swimsuit. So. Yeah, I, <laughs> I feel like the idea irked you so much. Sorry, I just saw Oppenheimer, so my story is going to be a little long winded. <laughs> okay, hey. <laughs> Go for it. I'm all about <laughs> tell, it. Tell the story. The story's going to take three hours. And the twists and turns it takes, you will never believe. But, so I record the podcast. I think about it. I get home and my swimsuit is already in the washing machine. My girlfriend Whoa. put it in the washing machine <laughs> while we were talking you. about it. Yeah. Yeah. So she did wash it. Uh, I have to say it came out fine. Putting it in What'd the washing machine in the dryer didn't ruin it yet. It'll probably speed up the, the the degradation of my swimsuit it'll degrade faster this way but it felt fine and i've also started using more than just one swimsuit i hear that's also a bad thing to do (laughs) i mean it doesn't matter that much if you wash it a lot but (laughs) yeah yeah, i want to swap them out yeah so i've started I've started swapping them out. I can't wear my favorite pair every day, all the time. Um, you know, I should probably shower after I swim. A lot of hard realizations and changings of basically who I feel like I fundamentally am at the core, um, which has been really hard for me, you know? Just from this so, swimsuit saga? Yeah, because I've had to make such drastic changes, like start dressing with uh, washing my swimsuit, like having to switch out into different swimsuits. It's been um, a tough transition, but I think that's probably why I needed to go to Minneapolis to just get away from the problem for a little bit and come back and, and approach it again with fresh eyes and a fresh swimsuit. Yeah, Indiana can do that for you. 
All right. <laughs> well, I'm glad you're doing good. And I'm glad to check in on you. And I guess we'll throw to the show now. Here's the Sounds show. Sounds good. I'll be fatter randomly. <laughs> How you doing today, Corn Dog? I'm doing great, the log. Yeah, same here. Good. Corn Dog in the log here reporting for Strip Tease Podcast. Yeah, welcome, everybody. You know, that's the problem with the nickname, the log, is it feels it's great. I love it. Don't get me wrong. I couldn't, can't get enough of it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> makes me horny. Makes me excited and horn sighted. All my, right. <laughs> okay. They want to rip my clothes off and dance in the moonlight. I hope that's not what my uncle was thinking when he gave me that nickname, but go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> it's hard to refer to you when I talk to you. Go, hi, the log. Doesn't yeah, you don't have to. I'm L dog. Yeah, you're L-Dog, too. It's true. Or ouch. So you're Logan, but your nickname's L-Dog, and then the nickname of your nickname is The Log. The Log came first. Actually, I've had a million nicknames. You guys in the Comedy Garage crew started calling me L-Dog, and I don't know who came up with it. I don't know either. Somebody thought it was funny. Someone I remember in a laughy mood was like, Dude, Logan, can we just start calling you L-Dog? You're like the L-Dog, man. But I don't remember. Probably you. <laughs> no. I can't imagine Sean doing no, that. No, <laughs> I'm never in a laughy mood. Oh, yeah. Okay. It was Corndale. <laughs> but it doesn't, it seems like it would it be. It could have been uh, Casey, though, too. Be something funny that was. But, but, oh, Dude. Ahead. No, sorry. This just triggered a memory. Casey tried to get my nickname to be l sack <laughs> and he thought that was really funny i don't know if he expected me to like react really strongly to that but i didn't but he just kept it going but like no one else ever said it l sack is pretty funny but i'm not gonna call you that thanks <laughs> l sack uh um i remember we also called you flogan for a while we need freestyle because I think Sean bought a, um, our friend Sean Green bought a CD that they sold on Venice. You know, one of those guys who comes up to you and puts headphones on you like, hey, check this out. Oh, wow. You got to buy this burnt CD that I sharpied my name on. Yeah. And so Sean got suckered into buying it. It happens to all of us once. Um and the artist's name was Flogan the Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Remember that? I Flogan totally forgot about that. The Wolverine. Yeah. Flogan. <laughs> yeah. I remember it now. So we transferred that nickname to you for a while, which makes me think. I know the story was that Ludacris sold million albums out of his trunk. So he was kind of one of those people. Well, pause, though. I never heard a million. I knew he started out selling out of his trunk. Is that part of the urban legend? I never heard yeah. he sold that many. That's crazy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. This is old knowledge Could back be. when Ludacris was relevant in my world. And he, in my world, he still is. I should miss. He both. was famous before he was a rapper. He was like a DJ. So that could have helped him. Oh, I'm just, that makes more I'm just sense. throwing shit out there. I don't know. I've never heard the million, but I knew he used to do that. Anyway, sorry to break well, up the story. Don't, don't, quote me on that number. Don't hold my 
feet to the fire over my facts ever, gotcha. <laughs> right. over anything I've ever said. Uh, but it makes me think, has anyone ever bought one of those CDs? I don't know if they happens elsewhere besides LA and New York. I assume Ludacris is in like Atlanta, mm-hmm. big cities. I don't know if people listening have any idea that I've been suckered into this, but people walk up to you with headphones. It happens on Hollywood Boulevard all the time, Venice Beach. Put it on your head and play it for you and be like, yeah, what do you think? What do you think? Kind of get in your face and make you you be like, uh, I, yeah, it's okay. All right, all right, yeah, buy the CD, five bucks. Only five bucks to buy the CD and they really bully you into selling it. It's not a fair, you're not giving them an, a fair assessment of their music in that scenario. You feel very pressured into buying it. Um, I just want to know, what do you think anyone's ever actually gotten an album that they've listened to more than once and actually enjoyed that way? I got one album that I don't think I paid for, but it was a Sharpie one and someone just gave it to me. Maybe at that time, maybe we were filming something. So they thought I could, I was uh-huh, important uh-huh, or something, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it was pretty good. Uh, it, I think it was, no it was doubt. a rapper and there were only like three songs on it, but they were pretty well produced. I don't know. It was all right. Well, um, but Another time, I struck back against these guys. <laughs> and on Hollywood Boulevard, they didn't hand me a headphones. They just, as I was walking by, they put the CD in my chest and I grabbed it. And they're like, okay, that's 10 bucks. I was like, no. <laughs> and they're like, okay, well, give me my CD back. And I was like, uh, you just gave it to me, so it's mine now. <laughs> and I just kept walking. And he was like, dude, I'm tra- out here trying to start my... Uh, you know, career and blah, blah, blah. You don't yeah. give a shit, blah, blah, blah. And actually, I then felt really guilty and I just gave it back to them. But they've never bugged me since. So I don't know if they like, if it's the same guys on Hollywood Boulevard or if they just told, were like, yeah, there's a guy that sh- has a shaved head. Like, don't give it to him. Right, right. I mean, that's like just slapping it into someone's chest is so stupid. That has nothing to do. You don't even get to hear the music. They're just slapping your chest and say, all right, now give me $10. That has nothing to do with your music. They count on you being befuddled, but I'm a right. local. So right, exactly. I was just like, thanks. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But they expect you to be like a Hawaiian shirt wearing guy with a camera right. around his thing. Like, right. oh, oh, the local culture. Sure. $10. Right. Exactly. And it's just 10 bucks anyway. So Yeah. I start saying no, like from like 20 feet away i just go no 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 as i walk through those people (laughs) you know just not to even try you know don't even give them an opportunity to try um you know who i saw selling cds on hollywood boulevard one day i was walking around who and in a way it made i saw two people i knew just walking in my neighborhood so that part made me feel cool yeah like oh i'm living in la i know people around town sure i own this town right but uh, I saw AC, the program director, uh, yes. selling CDs on Hollywood Boulevard. I didn't know he did that. Yeah, I didn't know he sold them on Hollywood Boulevard. And that would be a CD that I think people would actually enjoy. I've gotten a lot of mixed CDs from AC that are really, really good. Um, so shout out to AC, the program director, yeah. um, hiphopphilosophy.com. You can check that out. He has a lot of great, um, I have like a really good Prince mix from him. Um, really good, uh, 
uh, Sean Price when he died, a rapper, and um, and a bunch of beat tapes. He makes he's a really good uh, producer. He makes great beats. So yeah, check out his YouTube too. I mean, since we're talking about him, because it's he puts out a lot of stuff. He does a lot of live shows at his record store. I don't know. Yeah, right. I remember the name of the record store? If it maybe it's Hip Hop Philosophy. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He. Yeah, no, no. That's actually a good. That's a good example of someone who does stuff like that. He's a DJ for us at our show, and um, he's a cool dude. He's a good, good guy. So, well. but he has a record store. You can't just. I mean, most of the kids doing that are young anyway. They're just starting out. But yeah, you right. can't make a living right. doing that. <laughs> right. They might right. as well hand them out. Really. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, hand them out and say, follow me on Instagram or something like that. That would make more sense, and that could prove more fruitful. Yeah. Um, Because if I paid $5 for something and it sucks, I'm going to be pissed. I'm not going to follow that person on Instagram. Definitely. Uh, Anyway, buy our merch. Uh, We got uh, (laughs) our freestyle albums we're putting out on our Patreon, so be sure to check those out. Yeah, definitely. Uh, we should do that. <laughs> I'm down. <laughs> I'm down too. I'll put out a freestyle. Yeah, well, we'll have a freestyle battle. Yeah, I'll. Um, we can produce the beats and then we'll freestyle over them. Fuck yeah, dude! That sounds great. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but not today, unless you want to just pull up a no royalty free beat. <laughs> I don't want it sounds great, but not today. Oh, okay, he's got he's got to have writtens. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I can't come straight off the dome like Flogan, the Wolverine. I'll be Professor Flex. Professor, like Professor. Did you just make that up? That's a good name. I did. Fuck yeah. Watch out. <laughs> Watch Professor out. Flex. Yeah. Dude, that's great. Thanks. That should be our band name. I'm going to. Take half of it, <laughs> Professor. Well, I was just going off the X Men thing, Flogan the Wolverine, and Professor oh, right. Flex. I pretty much put the two first num- <laughs> letters in front, Flogan and Flex. That's fucking great. All right, there we go. But Flogan the Wolverine's taken. That's right. True. 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 Well, now I have Professor Flex, which is a pretty good X Men centered nickname. Um, you could be Flagnito. <laughs> <laughs> Right. It doesn't work as well. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, who else? Storm. Uh, oh, Gambit. Flambit. Ooh. Ooh, Flambit. <laughs> Miss the Beast. Beast Man. Wasn't that one? I don't remember. I've Have you ever heard of Mr. Beast, the YouTuber? Yes. Do you watch his shit? No. The other day, I. I mean, he just seems to be everywhere and he's in the news and stuff. So I watched part of one video and it was like epic, but it's like, who can sit here and watch this? I don't know. (laughs) But I mean, epic meaning he spent a lot of money to do like a stupid contest, but it's like, right. Why would anyone watch this? And the contest (laughs) is like to win money or something like that. Yeah. Is that what he does? Is it like, it's like a good nature. Well, you predicted contest? it. I mean, the one video I saw was about winning a thousand dollars. He had a hundred people. He, he must've rented out like a, uh, warehouse. Yeah. And he had a hundred people aged one to 100. Okay. <laughs> Each had their own little section of the warehouse. And the last person to leave the warehouse got a thousand bucks. 
So the prize so was way more. less than what it must have cost to put this together. And how long were people in that warehouse for? You think I could watch the whole thing and pay attention? That was boring and stupid as shit. I hate shit like that. I don't understand YouTuber I would entertainment. I would love it if the one-year-old won. <laughs> they never... Well, they do these things, and then they keep cutting like, oh, this this old guy, he's, he's kind of worrying me, and they, they people interacting with each other, but I never saw any cutting to a baby. Right. Yeah, the baby lost immediately. Probably, uh, you're not well, even allowed. Depends to... if the baby's in there alone. It probably has a hard time getting <laughs> out of there. <laughs> the baby died, disqualified. They put a thousand dollars over its dead body and <laughs> video over. <laughs> I don't. And I... then it's got that weird thumbnail. He's in every thumbnail, like. Yes. Yeah. But it's a dead baby. <laughs> what is up with that face, too? Oh yeah, he's so weird. But maybe I that's part of it. Hate that shit like there's those videos on instagram where this guy who's i'm sure very popular on instagram and he goes hey excuse me i'm trying to go to get a coffee can i borrow a dollar and this person be like uh yeah sure okay and he's like thanks for the dollar then he turns around and goes hey that was actually a test to see if someone would be generous enough to give me a dollar. Here's $5 million or right. whatever. You know, here's, I'm going to give you $500 for giving me that dollar. And they're like, what? Really? Oh my God. Thank you. He's like, yeah, you're a good person for giving me a dollar. I'm just like, what? This is the weirdest, least entertaining, clout chasing <laughs> bullshit I've ever fucking seen. And it proves no point. It proves no <laughs> point. Like now I'm going to give everyone a dollar. Thinking right. I'll win a prize. What? This right. So it's just like trying to the videos that are on social media that are like trying to hit you in the feels usually just really piss me off. They just yep. feel so staged and such bullshit. And it's like, who is this person? This this guy who's like asking for a dollar and then giving out a, a bunch of money. He's like no moral authority. What's he judging all of us for? <laughs> exactly. Like there's some people I give a dollar to. There's some people I don't. Does that make me a bad person. I mean, definitely. Yes, but yeah, I agree. <laughs> it's an, it's obnoxious. It's so yeah. stupid. Although to be completely, uh, 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 transparent honest? <laughs> and honest, I did see a heartwarming video today that made me tear up. Oh, well, let's I made the it. video. Oh, no, okay. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. <laughs> um, I, it was, it, it was, um, the a barber shop and this barber was shaving this older woman's head and she was looking pretty serious. And then she, he found out she was shaving it because she had to undergo chemo because she had cancer. And so he started, he started shaving his head and then another barber walked over and shaved his head too. And then another barber walked over and they all, all the three barbers there walked over and got their head shaved in solidarity with her. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm annoyed. <laughs> it was sweet. That sounds dumb to me, but I don't know. Why? Supporting a woman who's going through chemo is dumb to you? <laughs> yes. Okay. Fuck her. No. No, I don't know. It was a gen it seemed like a very genuine moment. Like she it was, was like crying. It just happened. Yeah, exactly. I could see it. Yeah. I weird things make me cry. But or, also or well up. why were they filming that? Yeah. Hmm. Maybe I got duped. I don't know. Now I'm hardened and I'll never cry again. <laughs> <laughs> what was the last thing that made you cry? I'll tell you the other thing that made me cry. 
after that, the thing before that. You know what? I can't. There was something silly that made me cry just because it was a good trailer or something. Weird things yeah. make me try when they're really well put together. I know that sounds No, weird, I get it. But truly, if something is perfectly, this is so nerdy. If something's perfectly edited together like a trailer yeah. or a short film, yeah. it really almost makes me cry like, wow, they nailed it. I don't yeah. know. The it's Barbie preview. Exactly. That's what it was. <laughs> no, but last time I almost never cry in movies unless I'm watching it on an airplane. So first of all, that's weird. That is weird. But the last time I remember what I cried about, it was, did you ever see, I think it's called Moonlight, the Academy Award yeah, winning. Yeah, I never saw it. Uh, movie. I was a big La La Land guy. <laughs> Both great. Didn't see that either. I mean, it took way less people and money to make Moonlight. It's kind of crazy that they were even competing with each other for anything. <laughs> but right, anyway. right. But it was a good movie. It's basically a fictional movie, and it takes place over three time periods. So you've got three different actors playing each character as uh -huh, they age, uh -huh, uh -huh. and they all did a great job. So it is like really well made. Um, but the main character is growing up in the hood, um, with a crackhead mom <laughs> and he's secretly gay. So they just, you know, kind of created this character yeah, with all the problems a in the powder world. keg of, of bad feelings. <laughs> oh man. And it really, it got me cause it, it was slowly revealed that his mom was a crackhead and uh -huh. then it was slowly revealed that he's also gay right in the middle of like all this stuff and he's going through all this stuff and at a part in the movie this bully is bullying him and he finally snaps and as the audience we've seen him go through so much shit but he finally snaps and beats the shit out of this bully and now for the rest of his life that main character is just a gangster he was sent to juvenile delinquent school and like after that right. that was his path right right and, uh, right 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 so anyway that's the plot of the movie so it is good it's very and rich bully's gay and does crack too well there's this one scene where uh two 10 year olds are on a beach together two 10 year old boys uh -huh. and it's a, basically a sex scene where they're i don't remember if they're jacking each other off or just making out oh so this is what it was something cry. intense but right when that was happening uh, a uh stewardess. Oh, what's a flight attendant yeah. came by to like yeah. give me something or something? And this is not like a the most popular movie, but right. she just saw like what I was watching. I was like, no, I swear it's it's this is an Academy Award winning right, movie. Right, I, right, I, right, I uh, right. this is <laughs> like, sir, put your dick away. <laughs> Whatever Here's she your was right. Well, whatever she was handing me, I think she was handing me a drink when she walked up during that scene and she handed it to me like this. So like she she was like, <laughs> What is going drinking. on? But it's like I mean Delta it was an option. Yeah. <laughs> so I right. bring this movie. Well, it was fine until you were rewinding that scene and watching it over and over again until you landed. <laughs> I was asking her how to like pause and rewind. <laughs> is there a zoom in function on these? <laughs> It no. was tastefully done. It didn't show anything. I'm but, sure it was tastefully done. It won an Academy Award for Best Picture. They but it's two 10-year-old bo gay boys on a beach making out. It's like yeah, weird, weird to just walk up on. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. watching that. Absolutely. Um, uh, I don't know. There's got to be a really funny, weird one that made me cry. I'll think about it, maybe. I cried at Guardians of the Galaxy. The last volume three, I went and saw that. Well, I heard 
some spoilers on that, and that sounds sad. Yeah. <laughs> yep, they really so go for it. it. They really go for it. It's a good film. Marvel, you you push me away and you pull me back. Um, Guardian, all the Guardians of the Galaxy movies are good, and it's so an it's. Is that James Gunn, by the way? Yeah. Right. I think he's a little separate from the rest of the Marvel thing because I think he started a lot of trends in the Marvel franchises. So Disney kind of lets him own his little yeah. tri- trilogy. Or that's what I heard. That makes sense. It's, that makes sense. And um, yeah, it's it's weird. It's like, I don't know. I think like they kind of with Thor too and Taiki Watiti, right? He's also kind of got Thor. Which has gotten a little too zany in my respect, in my, in my, from my point, what am I trying to say? From your point of me. And I uh, never saw those, but I like Taiko Otiti. Like, anyway. I don't like him. <laughs> no, I love the Mandalorian episodes he directed. Oh, that's true. I'll give him that. I love those too. I was not a big Jojo Rabbit fan. People were going ape shit about Jojo Rabbit. Oh, yeah. Hitler's day. great. No. Yeah. I didn't see it. <laughs> well, now I feel like it, everyone's loving it, and then now there's backlash. Now people are coming over to my side about, hey, actually, it's bad. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to say, but I guess I've always been right. So when I say something, <laughs> believe me, whether it's fact or not. Because it always is fact. Because it always will eventually turn out to be a fact. Very good. Mm-hmm. So, by the way, did you bring any uh, facts today from our old friend Ripley's Ripley? Believe it or not, yeah. Yes, I went to um, Ripley's Believe It or Not in Hollywood. By the way, have you ever been there? No. It's fun. It was a great um, first date idea. If you want to go cool. on a first date, might I recommend? They go to Ripley's Believe It or Not on Hollywood Boulevard, walk through the museum. They have... Fly to L.A. Fly to L.A. <laughs> First exactly. date. <laughs> exactly. It only applies if you live here. Because I can't do this anymore because I'm in a relationship. Can't do a first date anymore. Know each other too well. Now we just sit on the couch and... <laughs> Jack off. I don't know why I keep wanting to say jack off today, but that's what married couples do. That's what we do. I'm not not married, but yeah. Well, yeah. Um. Anyway, so you fly out to Los to to the city of angels. You go to Ripley's, believe it or not. Walk around, see the tallest man in the world, see some shrunken heads. Fun, fun, fun. Laughing, giggling, having some sweet, tender moments. Hand on your each other's thighs. Hand on your own thighs. <laughs> While you're standing and walking around? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Maybe you slip one hand down the back of their pants. Consensually, if they're into that sort of thing, you got to read the room here. Doesn't matter what anyone else in the room thinks, but I guess just your date. Um, I don't want to I don't want to endorse just shoving your hand down the back of someone's pants on a first date if it's not going well. You know, it's not like. Wow, this date's kind of awkward. I know what will liven, liven things up. I mean, I'll just throw out there, maybe skip that on the first date. Yeah. Stick to, <laughs> stick to jamming your hand down Let the front of their pants. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um, stick your hand down your pants and let her smell it first and then <laughs> ease into it. 
Right, because we are sense uh, uh, smells the, the sense closest tied to memory. So if that um, she give her something to remember <laughs> you by <laughs> or him or them or whatever, whoever you may um, choose to date. Um, and then after you laugh and and um, feel each other's downstairs there, <laughs> then you head on over to my favorite, my old haunt in Hollywood. I haven't been there in forever. Actually, I feel bad. My friends are probably asking about me. The Scum and Villainy Tavern oh. on Suns. No, it's on Hollywood. Hollywood and like Vine area. Something like that. That place rocks. That place is awesome. I mean, I've only had drinks there. I don't know how their food is, but. The, I've never had the food either. The, the atmosphere is so cool. It's just like the Star Wars Cantina, if you don't know. Yeah. I want the first. In, in the first Star Wars from 1977. Sorry. Right. So the first time I walked in there, I was um, with my friend um, Nick, and we were. We went to a Blue Man group show at the um, Pantages. Oh. So we were at the Pantages, and um, of course, we're stoned out of our brains because we're going to go see Blue Man group. And we <laughs> wanted to enjoy the show. So that's of what course. you do. Um, and then we walk over to there's other parts, whatever. We walk. Oh, there's other parts of the story that are that are crazy from the your, frolic. Put your hand before. down his pants. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. <laughs> normal date stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the normal stuff I was going to skip over. But there's some other exciting parts to that story, but it doesn't really apply. So I, I'll just skim over that. We went to the frolic room, met a woman. Uh, okay, I'll tell it. So we met this woman. <laughs> it's okay. too good. It's, I don't it's know the story. I know. I know. <laughs> it's like a total diversion from the. It's all gonna. It's all gonna go well. It's all gonna go well. All right. I'm just telling myself that. This is all leading up to the audience. Sorry to talk over you. This is all leading up to the uh, fact from uh, right from Ripley. (laughs) Ripley, believe it or not. Okay, go ahead. So we meet um, at the Frolic Room, which is a bar right next to the Pantages, one of my favorite bars in L.A. This little old kind of die. It's divey, but it's got. Classic caricatures of old Hollywood on the back wall. Just a big mural of like, you know, um, Abbott and Costello or Laurel and Hardy and Marilyn Monroe and, you know, all those. Right. Bob Hope, all those types of people. And um, so we're in there having a drink and we start talking to this this couple and uh, we're like, hey, um, you guys come here a lot? They're like, well, we have been lately. We're on our honeymoon right now. We're like, oh, cool. Congratulations. You got married. That's great. And they're like, yeah. Yeah, it's been great. We flew in from, I don't know, Dallas or some shit like that. <laughs> um, uh, we flew in from Dallas and, and, our, and our hotel is right around the corner. So we pretty much spent every day in the frolic room. Their whole honeymoon. They've been in this little dive bar just drinking for the whole honeymoon. Um, maybe when they're not having sex or something. Right. Right. And so that was hope. (laughs) I don't know. And you know, whatever floats your boat, I think that would be a fun, maybe a fun weekend if you're from out of town. I don't know. Yeah, But 
honeymoon. Come on. And you're in LA. You're near the beach anyway. You can do other stuff. Right. Right. It's just me. I don't know. Right. Exactly. <laughs> There's no dive bars in Dallas. <laughs> so so at any rate so at some point the guy gets up and goes to the bathroom and we're like oh talking to the wife getting wise with her no getting wise with the wife no no putting moves. cracking wise no we're just talking to the wife there was <laughs> okay. nothing nothing nefarious going on or we weren't being uh, joking around or anything but we go to the wife we're talking about like oh she's like what are you guys doing here we're like oh we're going to uh the blue man group next door are you guys going? And she goes, fuck no. I hate the blue man group. I'm like what? Who hate? I can understand not caring for them, but hating the blue man group. And she goes, yes. Um, I used to be a sex worker. Fine. Um, no judgment. Now she's happily married. Great. Um, and... One time, I was paid by this man to come to his hotel room, and he made me blow him while he was live streaming a Blue Man Group show on his laptop. She's like, and it was really disturbing, and ever since then, I cannot stand the Blue Man Group. <laughs> we're just like wow was his her husband hearing all this no he was in the bathroom during all of this that is so funny <laughs> so there's Weird. so many different levels i um I, sorry just to clarify was that consensual though i mean she was getting paid right or was this yes like, oh okay okay just yeah 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 she knew she was getting paid for i didn't it. want to say it was funny and then it was like oh no she was no sorry she was a sex worker she was being yeah, yeah, paid yeah. to do this that's what i thought so it was consensual in that respect it's a but still creepy <laughs> like, but it was still disturbing hell? for yeah. her yeah yeah and so it added a bunch of weird layers obviously where it's like wait does the husband know this hopefully they he does i want to know about the blue married. man guy does he need that to what get is, off what the hell is that guy's <laughs> deal that was the number one thing yeah and wow that does sound disturbing I'm picturing like a guy with a tube sticking out of his pants and you like <laughs> extend it and she's like beating a drum on it. Yes. Yeah, the the, the <laughs> neon paint shooting out of the <laughs> Yes. I know. Very strange. Very strange. So then we went and saw Blue Man Group, which was fun. <laughs> she ruined your experience. Okay. <laughs> she really did. The whole time I was imagining, man. I could be getting blown right now watching this. Imagine how much better the show would be. <laughs> um, and uh, afterwards, we were still looking for something to do. So we um, we had a great time. We were walking around, got a little bit more stoned, and walked into the... First, we went to a VR place, which was whatever. Real, real like... A, uh, front business, you know, a VR place or just like a bunch of like Xboxes plugged into the VR goggles, you know, in a wall. There's a place right down the street yeah, where you can do VR skiing. Yes. And they're never open. So I don't yeah. know. It's like, how do they make right. a profit ever? Right, right. It's total front. We caught them during like the 15 minutes that they were actually open. Go to that. That was fine. And then we stumble into 
the scum and villainy. No prior knowledge. Actually, I think Nick might have known about it. Anyway. But it's all in that area. It's all in that area. We walk in there, the Star Wars Cantina Bar, and I'll never forget stepping in because it looks exactly like the 70s Cantina Bar. Um, And you walk in and beyond the look of the actual physical place, the people in there, um, the one bartender is dressed as Captain America. One bartender was dressed as Tomb Raider. There was Spock from Hollywood Boulevard and um, Captain Jack Sparrow from Hollywood Boulevard sitting at a table drinking together. Oh, wow. There's like people dressed up like like the Star Wars from Guardians of the Galaxy. People dressed up like um, any any sort of cosplay. Like it was not it was not strictly limited to Star Wars at all. So it just made it fucking crazy, you know? Especially, I've never seen the Hollywood uh, characters in there since, but like seeing Jack Sparrow and Spock just sitting at a table drinking was so surreal. And we just sat at a bar at the bar and we're just like entranced. Like the fact that the bartenders cosplay, but not specifically Star Wars was so bananas to me. Yeah, that's not what I expect you to say at all. (laughs) I know. Yeah, it was so bananas. And it was just like, it really just made it the most weird and unique experience. And from that sense, that experience, it made me just want to come back over and over again because it is so fun. It's a um, nerd's paradise I feel like a lot of people, it's like there was a real sense of community in that place of people who really need it, you know? It feels like they belong there, and it makes it a really fun place to pop in and out of. I need to check out that documentary about those Hollywood Boulevard people who cosplay. Yes. Because I know there's a doc out there. I'm curious about those people. Like, what? what's their deal? But I think I, I watched it, it at one point. I just remember, like... Um, Superman carpooling with like SpongeBob or something like that. And it was really bizarre. Oh, and that reminds me also by the um, Cantina Bar, Scum and Villainy, there's a Beetlejuice themed bar. Really? Ooh, that sounds cool. Um, and it's like Tim Burton themed inside. And but not only is Beetlejuice there, but also uh, Jason, um, Freddy Krueger. Uh, Chucky, <laughs> another like amalgamation of different horror characters that come running in and and do stuff all around, which is also very fun. And one time, um, Chucky chased my friend's girlfriend down the street, <laughs> which was really funny. Down the street, yeah, like was outside really of the bar. No, oh. no, just scaring her. <laughs> That was great. At what point did she realize, oh, this is just a little guy fucking with me? Um, Or did he finally realize she's never going to stop running? I'll just walk back to my. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how it ended. (laughs) Actually, they went around the corner and were gone. Maybe it was their secret way to go make out. Maybe. (laughs) Anyway, you ready for Ripley's facts? Yeah, let's do it. Let's hear some facts, corndog. Okay. Here we go. This is from Ripley's Believe It or Not. Um, And it is done by a person's... I forgot the name. Um, So I apologize. I don't know where that happened. Where where I saw the name, but now I don't know it anymore. 
So we're just going to forget that part. And you go. can Google what he's saying in the word Ripley's, believe it or not, and figure it out. <laughs> that's true. That'll be how we credit people from now on. That's true. Oh, yeah, that's true. Okay, here we go. So this one, the first, I got to be honest, the first fact here is kind of a dud. But I'll read it anyway. New York City appointed a rat czar in 2023 whose job is to reduce the city's rodent population. You knew about that, right? No. Oh, so this is an exciting one for you. That was, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. So we need one here <laughs> at Cornell's house. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> I needed a rat czar, definitely. Oh, man, this damn, I, gone now, I think, supposedly. I don't know. Yeah, that's got, that's got to be a tough job in New York, trying to get rid of rats. Yeah. I mean, there really are a lot here. I don't know what. I don't know why or it's a different climate here. Uh, yeah, but rats are, it's like raccoons or, you know, they just they, everywhere, huh? They are, yeah, they populate all of the United States and probably all of the world. You know what? Us dirty Europeans brought them over because that was the Black Plague right. in Europe. Right. They're probably from Europe. <laughs> but there were probably rats here before that, right? Well, there's no way to ever know. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> there, yeah, Ripley, I, we I'm got an idea. in the blanks, yeah. I know. I don't know if they all originated in Europe and then took over or if rats are all over the place. At least because mice. I've got a great fact with no follow-up questions, please. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, lay rats. it on me. There are the, I think it's in, again, I think it's in Australia, but there's this part of the world, I'm pretty sure it's in Australia, where... I think it's once a year or once every two years or something, they have a plague of rats and it's the same species of rat that's in New York or in LA. But for whatever reason in that one region, uh, on a cyclical basis, like these rats just start reproducing to where you open a silo, like you own a barn, you open a silo. It's just filled with rats. Oh my like, God. like, I don't know how to, else to explain it, like a plague or like uh, locusts or something. Right, 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 but rats, right. rats, or maybe they're Just mice. Like but a great but, fuck sash. Of but they all don't the rats. do that anywhere else in the world. So for whatever reason, the climate or something is perfect in that area for that to happen. Interesting. And then when the cycle happens, they all can't. There's not enough for them all to eat, so a lot of them just die off, and the cycle starts over. Wow, it's really weird. That is crazy. That's all I know about it. And wow. I don't even, I think it's Australia. Well, I'm going to take every word you said as complete fact. and I'm going to share it with everyone I know for the next 15 to 20 years. So thank Perfect. you for that, Logan. <laughs> thank You're you welcome. For that. Okay. Here's fact number two. Research suggests that people who often eat French fries and other fried foods are more likely to have depression. Ooh, that I believe. Yes. Last time we recorded, this wasn't French fries, but I had <laughs> the night before eaten or the day before eaten an entire thing of uh, Toll House cookies that you bake. Ooh, I baby. ate all of them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. But last time we recorded, I that whole day, I didn't feel good. Like I was just like, <laughs> I'm in a bad mood. And it's because of those. I knew it was. Yes. Yes, I believe that. I don't, yeah, I don't know necessarily how much the food is 100% to blame for that or how much 
the people who eat that food are more likely to be living a certain type of lifestyle. Maybe it's just more depressed in general and they look to food for comfort. I don't know. I mean, I can tell you those cookies, like I, I don't know. I suppose I don't really know, but yeah, I could draw a direct line to that. Yeah. Like I just knew, I just knew I was sluggish. I had to drink extra caffeine, which I'm trying to quit that day. Right. And it was because of all that shit. I mean, it's just this heavy cookies in my system. Like (laughs) my body's tired of trying to, you know, it's like, we're breaking this down and breaking this down, but there's nothing good in here. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Just putting it all down the poop shoot. Pretty much. Poop shoot's a good term. Poop shoot. Is that just your butt? Is that another name for something? I think it's just your butt. But <laughs> it can't just be your butt hole because that's not a shoot. I think of a shoot as a tunnel. So maybe it's your colon. You shoot. <laughs> shit out though anyway <laughs> what's the third fact <laughs> okay here we go wait i was about to read the same one <laughs> all over again okay the u.s has an average of just eight public toilets per a hundred thousand people Whoa, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah. I've always thought there should be more, but I didn't, not that much more. Yeah, absolutely there should be more. Yeah, I, I hate being in places where you can't, there's no place to take a whiz or a dump. I, My lizard brain wants to start, when I ask if there's a bathroom I can use and they say no, I just want to start pissing right there. <laughs> It's like fuck you. I think there is a bathroom here. God damn it! Let me use it. Right, right. It's like it's not our fault that the unhoused rely on bathrooms in certain public places. That shouldn't mean that no one gets to use a bathroom in all of downtown or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's bullshit. There's got to be better scenarios. Um, well, yeah, have a code or a coin or whatever. Right. That's what they do around here. I think maybe they recognize me around here. They're like a little better around here, but like you go to the touristy area you were just talking about, you could probably never find a bathroom unless you bought something, you know, by scum and villainy. Right. Yeah, downtown. As a business owner, though, I don't know. I guess it's not their fault. Yeah, it's not necessarily their fault, but there's got to be a better solution somewhere. Yeah, well... Maybe we, need- we should uh, just to take it super serious again. We need to build housing and stuff for the for everyone who's homeless. Oh, yeah, we can maybe afford- house the unhoused. <laughs> I hmm. I guess we wouldn't need more public toilets if all the people who are forced to live in public had a private place to live with their own private bathroom. Hmm. I think you're on. Yeah, but they didn't earn it, so fuck them. I'll just smell shit every time I walk outside. I'd rather do that. Well, if we (laughs) gave more money to the police, I'm sure we could figure out a solution to this problem, too. Yeah, but if we gave money to the police and housed the homeless, then, like, how can we spend all the, like, how can we build tanks and 
bombs and right death machines. That's more important. That is the number one thing. I don't think that budget's ever gonna be a problem for us. We're always gonna find room to make money for them. And anyone who holds any um, uh, position of power, we'll make sure they're going to get plenty of money and that they also um, have access to insider training and bribes from different corporations. I think that their own toilets and their own perfectly clean (laughs) toilets. That's true. They never run into this problem we're talking about. I'm sure. You know, on January 6th, there just weren't enough toilets for all those people. That's what. That's why they stormed the, the Capitol. I simply cannot imagine that. Can you imagine if you were staying in a warehouse with um, 100,000 people? If you're on a cruise ship. Okay. <laughs> you're on a 100,000 person cruise ship and there's eight toilets on that thing. How many people are on a cruise ship? I have no clue. 100,000 I mean, seems. I have like no <laughs> clue. They're huge. Well, I would huge. just piss or shit off the bow. I mean, yeah, that sounds pretty fun. <laughs> That's the way to do it. That actually does sound fun. You'd have to have someone scary. like I would want someone to like hold my legs while I did it to make sure I didn't fall off. But then that's a pretty bad scenario for someone to have to try and hold your legs while you shit off the edge of a boat because if the wind blows the wrong way, you're getting shit in your eye. Another first date idea. <laughs> Test how much she loves t- you, how much she's willing to- If you can't accept me in my best, you don't deserve me in my worst. That's what you should say. Wait, you got it wrong. That's the complete opposite. If you can't accept me at my best, you don't deserve me at my worst. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I meant. <laughs> I love that. Because your best is you shitting off of a cruise. <laughs> that's like a highlight of your life. That is true. That is true. I don't, I don't want to even think about what your worst is. You sure don't. Have you heard about the uh, influencer who was trying to take a selfie on a cruise or something or trying to do some stunt and He got off? dared to jump off. <laughs> That's even stupider than what I thought. Yes. He got dared to jump off, so he jumped off. And was counting on someone saving him, and they just kept going and... Now he's gone forever. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, not good, but that sucks though. <laughs> what an idiot. Yeah. You got to be incredibly stupid. I want to know there's got to be over. There's so many cruises out there. I would say over a hundred people a year probably jump off on, on a dare off a cruise ship. You might be right. That's so crazy. So fucking stupid. If you're not. Maybe if you don't grow up around the ocean, you just don't know. Like, cause before I moved out here, I don't know. It's hard to really gauge how freaky the ocean really is until you're out there in a boat. Yeah. And you see like how regular waves on a regular day are like 30 feet tall and they're just going up and down, popping around you. It's like, right. I mean, I've sometimes when you're on a cruise, you can't see land. You know, yeah, it's like, I think that's when he jumped off. If he could have swam to land, he probably would have been okay. He jumped off in the middle of the ocean. And it's not like a cruise ship is going to be able to just turn around and come pick you up. No. You know, very, very poorly thought out, um, clearly, which is why he's dead. So why am I, yeah, trying to shit on him now? I think everyone knows 
no one can argue whether or not that was a sound decision that he made. Especially since he's not famous. I don't even know his name. <laughs> right. That was the whole point. Actually, I thought that was the point. I guess it was a dare. Well, there's also that kid in um, England. Have you heard about that kid who like for a for a social media video, he just walks into a stranger's house, just films himself walking into some stranger's house and his family has like a kid and stuff. And they're like, get what the hell? Get the fuck out of here. He's like this 18 year old kid. And then he got taken to court, got in trouble, was banned from using social media. And then right after that, he went into a, like a, 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 not like the London underground, but whatever their version of like an, a trolley or something like that. Now, now back just to reset. So he had already gotten in trouble, right? He got in trouble for walking in that stranger's house with the law. So he, is he on probation he when like he's doing this banned other thing? from social media? He was banned from making any social media posts. Okay. And then he goes and makes a social media social media post where he goes to like the front of a train or something like that and like tries to stop it. I didn't even watch the video or read more into it cuz like I don't I don't <laughs> I don't want to know any more about this guy. Oh. Um but he goes and he like walks into the front of the train and takes control of it and stops it or something while it's right you know giving these people rides to work or whatever. That guy's going to kill someone someday like uh, Yeah. I think that's a psychopath. Yeah, absolutely. That's absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I like I get a thrill out of doing certain thing like pranks or or I used to when I was a kid, but like that is like that's insane. Yeah, that is psychopath shit. It's like yeah, I'm gonna do that. I, I, that's so weird. Yeah, like who's gonna like? Well, I don't dude, know. That's freaks me know. out. <laughs> I know. I know. Kids are crazy these days. Jumping off is less psycho than that, than stopping a train. No. I don't know why. <laughs> I agree. It. I mean, it's you're drunk. Everyone's egging you on. Like, oh, come on. What are you, a pussy? You know? Yeah. And you see these dumb 18-year-olds doing shit like that. And he was like a good football player or something like that. A college football player. In England, where they love football. <laughs> No, no, this is the, the Texas guy on the cruise ship. Oh. I've switched back to talking about him. Oh, gotcha. But I can see him being egged on into jumping off of a cruise ship. Oh, 100%, yeah. Um, The other the other guy, I don't know what the hell's going on in there. I mean, he's just really, he's making a name for himself. I'll give him that. Hey, all press is good press. That seems like a scene from fucking Breaking Bad or something. Just like someone going nuts and just, what are you doing? What are you doing? Yeah. The watch to the front just stops the train. Right. Uh, right. Next, I would be so pissed. Next season, he train. just murders someone because he felt like it. It's like, what the fuck? Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty wild. Pretty wild. Weird, wild stuff. Weird, wild stuff. All right. Should we um, do our facts? I mean, comics? <laughs> uh, sure. Let's see. 36 plus. Yeah, why not? <laughs> it's probably about that time. You can check on the YouTube video. Oh, good call. Otherwise, oh, we... I'll check on the video. Oh, yeah. What's it say? Well. 13 minutes? 55 <laughs> minutes. Whatever. It'll be a little pretty quick. Short. All right. So, last week, Wizard of Id won. That's right. So, Logan... Brought in Wizard of Id, and he is going to read his comic strip first. 
It's three panels. It's about a wizard and his wife. It's a wizard on a scale. He's looking at the scale, weighing himself, and he's sighing. (sighs) Second panel, he lifts his wand. Third panel, his wife walks in and says, no levitating. (laughs) The end. Yep, yep, (laughs) yep. All right, great. Today, the contender is... Pearls Before Swine by Stefan Pastis. This one, three panels as well. So we're going panel for panel, pound for pound, which one brings the most laughs. So there's a pig talking to a goat, and the pig says, do you think life is a balance of successes successes and failures? And the goat says, of course. It's that way for everyone. And the pig's looking down at a piece of paper, and it has a line down the middle. It says failures, my failures, my successes. And there's just like the tick marks. There's about like a hundred tick marks in my failures and nothing under my successes. And the last one, the pig goes, I must finish really strong. That's a good one. I saw that one. That's why I didn't laugh very hard. Hmm. Oh, I'm you saw that. that one already. Yeah. When I was, maybe it was earlier You were researching in the week. for... Uh, got it. Okay, well then I think this one is a mistrial. You think so? Yeah. Do you, what's your opinion? Who's funnier? You, do you not have one? I think I think we, it's a mistrial. We need both people's input and it needs to be a surprise. Okay. So um, we'll come back next week. We'll compete with new Pearls Before Swine, new Wizard of Id, and it will be a better battle. I'm sorry that this week we couldn't come up with a grand champion. There was technical difficulties beyond our control. As a consolation, I have a honorable mention if you're interested. Very. Because I thought the first part of this was really funny, but then they have a whole nother joke. It's like, what? Uh, Wizard of It again. It's a million panels, but the first two got me. Okay. <laughs> it just okay. starts... It's just a farmhouse. Wait, 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 wait. You do the first two, and I'm going to try and guess where the joke goes at, at, for, at the end, okay? Do you think I could do that? The first two? You read the funny panels. Go ahead and read the. Okay. The funny panels is this. It just starts. It's a scene of a farmhouse, and you see that a rooster's saying, cock-a-dude! And then it cuts to the rooster, and he's got shades on, and he says, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. A Maybe lot. laugh. I don't even dude. I don't even know what that means. But and then it's like eight more panels. So it's a uh Yeah, just read it. It's I a surf. What's that. another word for a surf or like a a peon. Yeah. A poor idiot loser, dumb bitch, asshole. In <laughs> middle age England, there's another word for it. Anyway, he's carrying that... wood. Uh and then his friend is carrying wood and then he goes back and he's bringing tools and they're building a trebuchet, I think, which that's what it's called. It's like a the catapult. launcher, a catapult. And uh, <laughs> you see a thing that says build, build, build. I guess that's the noises that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I've been to construction site before. I know. This right. Yeah, <laughs> they say yeah. build, build, build. <laughs> build, build, um, build. He dumps a box full of tomatoes into the launcher. Yeah. Launches it at the castle. And then the king is outside in a uh, um, yeah veranda, no, a ver- ter- terrace. I don't know, a little like open window thing. Yes, 
with tomatoes on his face. There's tomatoes all over the building. And he says, they've discovered crowdsourcing. So they crowdsource the tomatoes. Yeah. Okay. But the rooster's way funnier. He's got sunglasses on. Cockadoo. <laughs> Let me see that rooster. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's much better. Because it was perfect to my reaction. I was like, why? And then the next panel, he's just looking at me like, yeah, what? Deal with that's it. What I <laughs> All right. Well, next week, we will bring back another battle of Pearls Before Swine versus Wizard of Id. Tune in, everyone. I know you're on the edge of your seat. You just got to sit there for one more measly week, and then you will find out the true champion of the past two weeks. Keep listening. Keep laughing. And and keep keep stripping. stripping.